Welcome to the podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel, BioSoul Integration. There, my goal is to help you integrate body and soul, to help you feel completely, express fully, and live authentically. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Eaker. Let's get into it. Hello there. So in this video, I want to talk about our purpose. I want to talk about what it means to connect to your purpose. Um, what it means to connect to that, you know, unique part of yourself. Uh, you know, that part of you that's unique to only you and how to live your purpose on the planet. And uh, I'm going to kind of talk about the, the key, I think, the key to living your, your purpose on the planet. My name is Jay Eaker, and I'm here at the BioSoul Integration Center, and that's the name of my channel as well here. And my job, whether in my office, whether online, whether through this channel, is to help integrate your soul's essence and your soul's gifts into your body so that you can embody your soul's gifts and your soul's essence so that you can share that on the planet uh, and serve other people with your, with your gifts. So if that uh, resonates with you, please like this video. Please share it with people who you think might be interested or share it on social media. Please subscribe to my channel. Okay. So this kind of subject of being, you know, talking about your purpose, living your purpose on the planet, this kind of near and dear subject to my heart. I think, uh, you know, whenever I, the biggest prayer that I always had to God was, you know, God, I just want to live my purpose. I just want to do the thing that I was put here uh, to do. And, you know, I don't think it's any coincidence that I kind of ran into this kind of work. I ran into this network chiropractic thing. And in my experience, uh, network chiropractic, the work that I do, it's um, the, my version of it anyway, is that's one of the things that it does. It kind of, sh- it, it, shoves your purpose to the surface. It connects you with the part of you that will create some, some gravity, create your purpose kind of becomes a, a tractor beam, if you, if you will. And, uh, it's certainly been my experience in my life. And certainly I've seen that over and over and over again with the, I don't know, thousands of people that I've worked with for the last, um, 20 years. And if I had to say, what is the key to sort of that, to key to finding your purpose and living your purpose on the planet, I'd have to say the key to that is passion. Uh, it's what lights you up. It's that feeling of the calling, um, if you will. It's this feeling like what feels true and right to me. Um, and that's easier said than done. Connecting with that is easier said than done because we have to feel it. Uh, we have to feel that energy in our bodies. We have to have a felt sense of it. Um, you know, a felt sense of that emotion, if you will. And I've always said that emotion is our soul's way of saying, you know, it's what our soul uses us, uses to tell us which way to go. Um, you know, what lights you up? What, if that's your soul saying, you know, come over here, come this way, come this way. And, um, you know, if we don't have that anchor, uh, if we're not connected to that and don't have that as an anchor, it's easy to sort of get drawn off 
by ideas of what your parents think you should be or what your culture thinks you should be or what your religion thinks you should, uh, you know, a religion thinks you should be. Uh, or, you know, from watching TV or whatever, just what the popular culture uh, thinks, you know, you should be. And when that's the case, we might find ourselves stuck in life. We might find ourselves lost, you know, without any direction. Um, we can get sort of wedge ourselves up in a cul-de-sac in life, you know, like, oh yeah, I had, I went toward up into the cul-de-sac of this relationship and I realized that was not it. And we had to kind of back ourselves out of that and then keep moving forward, uh, or a, a career or what have you. We kind of like work ourselves up into a, a cul-de-sac and then sort of like, we have to like, oh, back out. Nope. That wasn't quite right. And if you're connected, if you have a felt sense of, uh, what lights you up, passion, uh, the calling that I'm talking about, you can kind of navigate through those, through the streets. You're like, Oh, not that. No, it's not over there. Not on that, not on that dead end street, not on this dead end street. Keep going, going through there. And so, uh, there's, you know, there's many ways that we sort of get disconnected from that, from that sense, from that felt sense in, in our lives. And, the one major way that starts from the beginning, which is something that I talk about mostly, I think in every of my, every one of my videos is, you know, when we're two to four months after we are conceived, there's a certain part of our nervous system develops. And that part of our nervous system is just feeling into our environment. It's feeling into the energetic milieu of our environment and it's gathering information about how to do this human thing just by feeling into the environment. And of course we feel into our parents, we feel into the larger culture and we adopt, um, we adopt the ways of being that we feel, you know? So like what's our parents, uh, relationship with their passion, with being able to sort of trust the part of them that knows what feels true and right. The part of them that knows like, yeah, this is what I'm here for. And this is the direction I'm going. What's their relationship with that? You know, some may have a greater relationship with that, but certainly there are ways in which, um, they, uh, you know, we're not so attuned to that because they picked it up from their grandparents and so on and so forth. So it's really no one's fault, but nonetheless, so there's quite a bit of, uh, uh, inertia there. Cause it goes back probably all, you know, a long ways into our culture and into our, our lineage. But then we adopt those, um, those things. And there's a video that I talked, I'll put a link to it. Is it up here or is it up here? Anyway, I'll put a link to it. Uh, that I talked about, um, it's up here, uh, where there are different themes, you know, as we adopt these patterns, as we adopt these survival patterns, um, there's different ways that that shows up in different parts of our spine. Cause our spine is kind of the conduit of consciousness. And so it's like a, you know, we're paying attention to how our it's like a musical instrument. We're paying attention to how our parents kind of tuned their musical instrument. Did they put pressure on this part of the, the, the string or this part of the string down here to, to make a certain note to, uh, you know, to fit in with what their parents, the way their parents had tuned themselves. So it's kind of like that. We, we put pressure, we put tension along certain parts of our spine in order to kind of tune ourselves to shut certain, because each part of our body kind of houses a different aspect of our being. And so we're kind of, you know, modulating certain parts and certain parts are okay. And certain parts aren't okay. And we keep certain parts separate, um, kind of like tuning an instrument. Um, 
And so one of the that's kind of apropos to this subject is that we hold tension is this place here at our, our lower neck, kind of between our heart and our throat. And I think it has, you know, in my experience, if we're, if we're open there and connected there, then we get connected with a part of us that knows what feels true and right. We have the ability to sort of draw healthy boundaries and say, this is me and this is what feels right to me. And this is the direction I'm going. Um, you know, we're, it's like between our heart and our throat, we're able to sort of like express in all the different ways that we need to express, whether it's just through the voice or just through the way that we're being, um, or through our actions, we're able to express, uh, our heart, you know, uh, express what's truest, what's the most true thing, uh, in our, in our being, you know, um, and often that part of us is sort of the, the, the tension pattern there is often tied into, uh, defense pattern that we adopt in the belly. The low back and the belly is all about safety and vulnerability. And if we're okay there, we have a strong sense of trust on every level. But what happens is we, yeah, that the belly always gets tied in with this. And so together, it's kind of like we don't trust the part of us that knows what feels true and right. We don't trust what we feel compelled in our essence to express. We don't trust that. Um, and so, you know, yeah, the belly, it's kind of like all about, uh, you where kids play from, you know, kids are relaxed there generally, uh, more than we are anyway. And, um, they play from that place. They trust moment to moment and they, you know, they don't need to know what's going to happen or understand or control what's going to happen from moment to moment. And they just play. And there's a, there's a, I'm amazed at watching my daughter. Like sometimes the, the joy that sort of exude that she's expressing in a moment to moment, uh, basis is just amazing, you know? And there are, uh, you know, few moments in my adult life where I feel like I've sort of been able to sort of connect with that level, you know, of un, bridled uh, joy. And I think it's this sort of relationship that hasn't quite, uh, developed there yet, you know, because at some point we, you know, we kind of feel like we need to push away childish things. You know, we, we need to get a job and we need to start heaping on responsibility. And, um, so many of us are, and we, you know, we, we take on roles in life. This is a big part to do with it. We take on roles, uh, that are not really us that are come from our parents or come from the culture and are not really an expression of our soul's essence and our soul's gifts. So there's a lot of us that are sort of stressed out and, and, um, saddled with, uh, responsibility and stress and you just, you know, not having a lot, not having a lot of fun. And we're trying to control our experience. We're gripping in the belly and we're trying to control our experience. We're not trusting that life has our good, highest good in mind. And we think that we have to control it and make it look like it's supposed to look. Uh, you know, the truth is, the truth is you can't really mess it up. 
as I've talked about in in other other videos. And I would equate this sort of being able to connect to your passion, connect to what feels right, connect to the, your calling. You know, if you're if you're living out your purpose on the planet, there's a way in which it's going to be on some level effortless, and it's going to be fun. Uh, and there's going to be a lot more joy involved. And I would equate that to this sort of adult version of play. You know, we can still play. And um, again, there's just a way in which, certainly in my life, as I, you know, uh, kind of maybe comes, uh, conditioning kind of comes from my religious background, I think, uh, this idea that, you know, you had to tow a certain line. And if you didn't tow that line just perfectly, that you were going to find yourself outside the realm of God's love basically. And so I was always on some level afraid that, you know, if I went this, well, am I going this way or this direction? I'm going to, I don't want to do it wrong because I'm going to be outside. So I got to like try to make everything perfect so that I don't, you know, find myself, uh, outside of God's love. And so as that started to, you know, in my adult life, as I started to kind of play that, that out in my adult life, I just feel like life was like less and less and, uh, you know, less fun. And there was a certain point in my healing journey, I think a big healing, you know, as, uh, I started to sort of soften in these areas that I was sort of gripping and trying to control life. And I realized, you know what, like, I can't really mess it up. I can try this. I'm drawn to this. I'm drawn in this direction. Let me try that. That's it's fun. I don't have to understand or it doesn't have to make sense through the old lens why I want to go in that direction or why that appeals to me. Just try it, you know? And so I feel like at some point I kind of was able to not, you know, be as hard on myself and let myself play, you know, the adult version of, of play. Um, and that kind of, yeah, has bleeded into my, my work. Like for instance, I feel compelled to sort of do online stuff like online marketing. And I feel compelled to make these videos and I get a kick out of sort of like setting up the camera and putting it up on, I get a kick. I mean, I'm a narcissist, I guess, but I like to see myself on YouTube. Uh, like I set up a podcast and you know, I create a, I just create all the stuff for it. And for whatever reason, I get a kick out of that and it's fun. And I got to think that that's going to lead to something. But even if it doesn't, you know, I'm having fun and I'm, uh, living in that, living in that, you know, fun, fun place. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's sort of this sort of feeling of what lights you up. I certainly had pushed it away and was not as tuned into it, you know, in the, in the earlier parts of my life. Um, and so, yeah, I think it kind of shows up in different places in people's lives. It might show up in their hobbies or, you know, often it shows up in the things that they're doing outside of work. But there's some of us who, uh, you know, can turn those passions into actually our work, which is a, a great thing and something that I would kind of wish for for everyone if they can get there. I think if you pay, keep paying attention to what uh, lights you up, keep going towards that. I think it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you like to, you know, you just feel compelled to spend more and more time doing, going in the direction of what lights you up. And, uh, sometimes that can 
you know, end up as, you know, people's work. Um, so there are other, other things, you know, so I, I kind of mentioned there that, that, uh, how, how do these, uh, how do we get disconnected from this sense of, from this felt sense of, you know, what feels true and right of this felt sense of passion, this felt sense of a, this calling. Uh, and that's what I just mentioned that we just sort of entrain to the rhythms around. I think that's the biggest thing and the kind of focus of the work that I'm doing, which is to create a different environment and then entrain, uh, entrain to environment, uh, that's connecting us to what's working, to connecting us to our soul's gifts and our soul's essence. The other things, of course, though, uh, on another level are just diet, you know, uh, if you're, you know, our bodies are amazing machines and they they are turn taking what we eat and turning it into us. And if you can get as close to, you know, feeding your body really good fuel, you know, lots of living food, lots of greens and, and things like that, then, uh, your body's going to find it has an easier time making a better you, you know, if you're eating Twinkies, your body can still make you out of Twinkies, which is amazing. But, uh, you know, the end product is a little less high quality. Uh, and it's going to, you know, you won't have resources that you need to, um, follow your soul, follow your, your calling. You'll be more in survival mode. Um, sleep is an important factor. Get lots of sleep. Uh, and something that feels important is like medications, you know, I mean, everyone's got to make their own choices about what they, how to navigate their lives, but things like antidepressants and medications for sleep and medications for ADHD and all these things, um, you know, they're mind altering drugs in the case of antidepressants, for instance, they put a limit on what we can feel on the low end of emotion. But since emotion is sort of exists on a continuum, it also puts a limit. It just limits the emotional range. And so it also limits what we can feel on the end of joy and passion. So it tends to limit the emotions that we would feel that we need, uh, in relationship to our soul's calling, you know, passion and, um, and, uh, things on that end of the, the spectrum. And so, you know, just something, something to, to think about. Uh, and then people also self-medicate themselves, of course, um, alcohol, cigarettes, marijuana, they're all mind altering substances on some level and sort of numb us. And, um, you know, God forbid I say anything bad about marijuana, but I mean, I have some, some personal experience with that, uh, actually a lot of experience in my past with that and seeing how marijuana and alcohol had sort of numbed me and, you know, just sort of pinched me off from us, from, from being able to connect with a certain part of myself that would allow me to sort of manifest myself in the world. And certainly I've experienced with my clients with those substances, um, that there's a certain point where, we're going to need to sort of gather up resources to, to gather up the oomph to sort of claim new things for ourselves. And often alcohol and cigarettes and marijuana is going to create a situation in our body and our being where we can't do that. And so again, just, uh, something to think about, uh, you know, so how do, how do we, what can you do to sort of bring your 
bring this sensation of the calling of your soul's passion of what lights you up to the surface because again it's not sort of obvious for most people because we've for most of us we've sort of conditioned ourselves not to pay attention to it uh so what was big what was the turning point in my life was from a book that i read uh by Eckhart Tolle called A New Earth and in that book he said one simple thing he said that uh the thing to do is to commit to bringing to having at least part of your attention resting on the sensations in your body at all times if you're having your attention resting on the sensations and sensations in your body you're connected to your energy body your emotional body uh you're connected to the the river of chi you're connected to the the force that animates you and everything else and you're connected to your soul your soul your soul's essence and your soul's gifts you're sort of creating an uplink to your soul basically and just like anything if you hold your attention steady enough for long enough on a thing like that you we we will entrain to that that will start to you know that become the dominant pattern generator in our lives that will draw us more and more and more into it'll uh, change us more and more in that direction so uh that would be my that would be my advice and like i said sort of a big turning point in my life in um drawing me towards and amplifying this f- flavor of what feels what feels right what what's my calling what lights me up and trusting that and going towards that so uh to recap a little bit here at the end just pay attention to what lights you up that's always on some level uh you know the solution again it's kind of often found in people's things that people are doing outside of work and your hobbies etc um and you know i would say search that out what lights you up and then double down on that do more of those things and if you're not doing any of that focus on exploring that what is it that lights me up where do i have that feeling that oh this excites me this lights me up and then uh double down on that you know do commit to sort of like doing at least one one thing that sort of lights you up that creates that feeling in you every day uh whether it's a hobby or whatever it is and just commit to doing that and after a while you sort of get a feeling like i must you know like this is important like i must do this it's like feeding me on some level um you know yeah and the more you pay attention to that the more you're sort of drawn to your purpose the more you're drawn to expressing your gifts and and living your life and doing the things in life that are connected to your purpose um you know donald epstein the founder of network chiropractic and network care he said that if you're not living your purpose on the planet it's supposed to hurt and like nothing is supposed to take that pain away so there's definitely a way in which if you know life like i said life is always nudging us in this direction anyway life is nudging us towards connecting with our soul's gifts and our soul's essence and living out our purpose on the planet um and often pain is kind of a little uh, you know it's a course changer it says hey change direction here ah there you go now you know pay attention to that thing that lights you up and um 
yeah, you can, I feel like, you know, you, you owe it to yourself first and foremost to do that. Um, we owe it to everyone who loves us and we owe it to the people who would be served by eventually served by us giving our gifts as we're living our purpose on the planet. Okay. So, uh, I hope you like this. If you resonate with this, please give me a thumbs up. Please uh, subscribe to my channel and, um, I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the BioSoul Integration Podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my BioSoul Integration YouTube channel. You can also find me on the web at BioSoulIntegration.com. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day.